welcome back to the Man Cave. I am your host, Devin Jennings. And I am not, I'm not feeling the best today. Steelers fans, as you know, we we lost again last week. And it's not just that we lost. It's just that we keep losing because of the same things over and over each week. And of course, it starts with our offense. Going back to last season, our offense is currently on a 10-game streak of not putting up any points in the first quarter. And also going back to last season, they are currently on a 12-game streak of not putting up any points on the opening drive. Once again, our offense's biggest problem is not creating a run game. And it's been our problem ever since last season, and we have to depend on passing the ball 50-60 times a game just to win according to ben roethlisberger he stated is not on the guys up front by any means but i respect that ben is taking the blame but the offensive line has to take some blame too as of right now our rookie running back Najee harris has more receiving yards than actual rushing yards and the thing that's bothering me is I can still see the potential of what our offensive line could be. Sunday against the Bengals, there were two or three good runs that Najee Harris had with good blocking from the offensive line. But in the first quarter alone, there were four holding penalties against us. And those penalties alone cost us 26 yards. And if it was not their run blocking skills... Then their pass blocking skills are even worse. Sunday allowing Ben to get sacked four times. Now, granted, one of those sacks were Ben's fault. Um, it was in the third quarter. He was in the pocket trying to look for somebody downfield. He rolls out to his right, and instead of just throwing the ball away like I thought he was going to do, he kept looking, looking, and ended up getting sacked. So technically it was three sacks, but a sack is a sack. But anyways, on our defense, it was just injuries that was hurting us and allowing the Bengals to score so many points. Both of our starting outside linebackers, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, both sat out due to groin injuries. Then our interior defense alignment, Carlos Davis, Stephon Tewitt, and out of respect of not trying to botch his name, I'm just going to say his first name, Tyson they all sat out due to injuries as well, so we only had Cameron Hayward picking up the slack. So I don't believe that the Bengals' offense was better than our defense. It's just they caught us at a bad time due to a bunch of injuries. But as a Steelers fan, I am still not yet worried because we are 1-2. and two. We are last in the AFC North, but it's only week three. There's Once again, there's still plenty of more football to be played. And I believe if we can get all of our guys back healthy, then we can make a good run for the AFC North Championship. So moving on to some other big games from Week 3 Sunday, we have to talk about the Buccaneers and the Rams. Still, my MVP candidate, Matthew Stafford, had another great game and a big win over the Bucks. He threw 27-38, 343 yards, and four TDs, including a 75-yard bomb to Deshaun Jackson. 
in my opinion, I believe this game could be a potential NFC championship game. Before we even talk about the NFC championship, I believe that the Rams are going to win the NFC West just because they are probably the most put-together team right now. They are firing on all cylinders on their offense with Matthew Stafford just slinging the ball up and down the field. And their defense with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald just destroying offenses. Right now, I believe the potential threat to them in the NFC West right now is either the Arizona Cardinals or the Seattle Seahawks. Now, talking about the Buccaneers, teams like the Rams are the reasons why I believe that Tom Brady and the Bucks won't have an undefeated season, which they won't now, they lost, and why they won't repeat as Super Bowl champions. There are too many talented teams like the Packers, Rams, Cardinals, and right now even the undefeated Panthers. And then you have to take into account injuries that they will sustain throughout the season, which is why it's so difficult to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Now transitioning over to the Monday night game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, still my comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott, had another great game throwing for 21 of 26 passes, 238 yards, and three touchdowns. As of right now, I am picking the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East just because they are the most put-together team right now. Their offense is great, and their defense forcing Jalen Hurt to throw two interceptions, which one was taken back for a touchdown by Trevon Diggs. I do have them winning the NFC East, but I don't see them making a big run in the playoffs. Just because, once again, the same situation with the Bucks. There are just way too many good teams out there right now. And yes, the Cowboys are a good team in the NFC East, but I believe that the Cowboys aren't that strong of a team. Now, talking about my picks for this upcoming week for Sunday, we have to talk about my Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Lambeau to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. The only thing that is determining whether if the Steelers win or lose on Sunday is who is playing. As of right now, both starting outside linebackers, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, are both questionable to play. Also, D-tackle Carlos Davis. And just recently, wide receivers Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson are also questionable to play Sunday. Now, I know I'm a Steelers fan. You all know that I'm a Steelers fan. But if these guys do not play on Sunday, I believe this will lead to another loss and us dropping to 1-3 and three in the season. Just because of looking at the performance we had Sunday when most of these guys did not play, I just think that the Packers have way too many weapons and we do not have enough healthy guys to play against them. If all of these guys play, I think we have a chance to upset the Packers at home But if they do not, the Packers are going to win Sunday. Let's move on down to the Lone Star State as the Dallas Cowboys host the undefeated Carolina Panthers. I think this is more of an important game for the Panthers than it is for the Dallas Cowboys. This game is the first true test to see if the Panthers really are meant to be undefeated or were they just facing 
bad competition the first three weeks of the season. Are the Panthers for real? Are they really a 3-0 team? Because they did start the season playing against the Texans and the Jets, which we all believe would not go 500 anyway. And yes, you can debate that they beat the New Orleans Saints, which they did. But personally, I don't believe that the Saints are all that of a team just because they beat the Packers that didn't really work with Aaron Rodgers over the offseason and just expected them to come out and beat them anyway. So I believe this game will be the first legit game that the Panthers will have this season. But as of right now, I am going to pick the Cowboys to beat the Panthers just once again of how well put together and how good this team is doing right now. And to top off my week four picks, we have to talk about Tom Brady's return to New England. Of course, there will be plenty of high emotions in this game just because this is Tom Brady's first time back in New England ever since he left. But once again, we have to look at the injuries that the Buccaneers have right now to determine if they will win or lose the game. Currently, Tom Brady's number one tight end, Rob Gronkowski, is questionable to play, along with running back Giovanni Bernard. Linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul is currently doubtful to play, while wide receiver Antonio Brown will be out of Sunday's game. Once again, it's just the injuries that is stopping the Buccaneers from potentially becoming back-to-back Super Bowl champions. But even with all these injuries and guys questionable to play, I still believe Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will have enough firepower to beat the Patriots Sunday. And to round out this week's episode, I have one my bad bro, but this time it's not just to a team and it's not just to a certain player. In fact, it is to a certain position. And the special position that I'm talking about are the kickers. Myself, just like plenty of other fans out there, we have a love-hate relationship with kickers. You would think for how much they're getting paid and all they have to do is just kick a ball through a goalpost. Now myself and plenty of other fans out there, we have a love-hate relationship with kickers. Plenty of times this season we have seen field goals, PATs, anything that you would think your your team's kicker would hit. And then come to find out that they missed the field goal. But then there are times when some teams send their kicker out with unbelievable odds to make that field goal, and somehow they make it anyway. Yes, and I am talking about Ravens kicker Justin Tucker hitting a 66-yard field goal to beat the Detroit Lions. This is for an NFL record 66 yards. Greg. 
What a kick. I've never seen anything like it. I, I, I'm speechless, but what a kick. It was barely long enough to get the bounce off the crossbar. And I'm not just talking about Justin Tucker, too, who hit a 22-yard field goal in overtime to keep their undefeated season alive. So Justin Tucker, Daniel Carson, keep being good examples for kickers out there in the NFL, and I'll see you all next week.